podcast where I do interviews here in my kitchen on my island of my very own home. Y'all, the audio version of this podcast is available on my website at caseyjohnsmusic.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcast. Welcome back to season two, episode two of Casey on the Island, y'all. Super excited about today's guest, but before we get into that, I've got some cool news to share. So you guys know my song Whiskey Break, right? Well, it was just featured in a motion picture, a documentary directed by Nick Davis. Uh, The movie is called Enormous, and it's about the Gorge story and how the Gorge became what it is today. Uh, If you don't know what the Gorge is, it's the largest amphitheater in Washington State. Uh, My song was added to the soundtrack with Dave Matthews, Pearl Jam, Dirk Bentley. Dude, like what? I I couldn't even fathom, and I still can't even fathom. Y'all, the movie came out last week, and I've just been on a high ever since. This has just been so cool. Um, After seeing this documentary, it really made me want to take a trip out there and hopefully one day play it. (laughs) So that is 100% a bucket list to do. (laughs) Um, Well, maybe a little merch talk here. I finally have hats available on my website. Uh, They just went live yesterday. If you're interested in getting a Casey Johns hat, check out my website at caseyjohnsmusic.com. If you would rather come see a show and purchase a hat, we should do that. Come see me live. Uh, tonight, I am at The Local at 6 p.m. with my girl, Kirsty Krause, and uh, my buddy, Ryan Garrett. Um, Thursday, I'm back at Redneck Riviera from 2 to 6, acoustic with my buddy, Mac Watts. And then Saturday, I'm in Donovan, Missouri at Fat Rats at 9 p.m. with Mr. Jake Taylor, who is uh, just really killing it right now. Uh, we're headed to Key West in a couple of weeks, and uh, we're doing a music video out there, and we're taking Jake with us, and he's going to be shooting the whole video, so we're super excited about that. Um But like I said earlier, I'm so excited about our guest today. This girl has got some, she's got such a cool sound. Um, I went and watched her last night at the Commodore and she's just so damn cool. Like she's got fun energy and I just love her as a person. And uh, I really love uh, her type of music and what she's putting out there. It's very poppy and I really, really like it. So uh, I hope you guys enjoy her podcast interview today. Let's get right to it. Introducing Brina Kay. Streets in the sunshine, so fine. Take me out so you can 
today we have Brenna Kay in the house. How are you doing, Brenna? Hi, I'm doing great. Good. Thanks for okay, having so me. <laughs> is it Brenna Kay? Is that what you go by? Um, it's Brenna Kay. Brenna Kay. But it's okay because a lot of people get do say Brenna. It's better than Brian. I've gotten Brian sometimes, and Sabrina, and Brianna. So I get all <laughs> kinds of stuff, but my name is Brina K. Brina K. Okay, because yeah. when I see it on Instagram, the first thing I think, you know, to say is like Brina. But okay, it's a Brina K. Awesome. Well, I'm so happy you're here today. Yeah. How are, how are you doing? I'm doing good. I just had my birthday celebration, so yes. how, kind of, how was your birthday? It was it was a lot of fun. My mom and one of my best friends from. Uh, like literally from kindergarten came into town. So we had a really fun weekend and now I'm just kind of recovering and trying to get back into a a normal routine. Yeah, that's (laughs) awesome. Love that. Well, so where are you from originally? So I'm originally from uh, Schaumburg, Illinois. It's a suburb, kind of like an hour hour out from Chicago. And then I also kind of say I'm from Nebraska because I went to the University of Nebraska oh, cool. for college, go Big Red, and I feel like that place is a part of me too. So Yeah. What do you go to college for? So I started off in broadcast journalism, and then I switched to theater, and then I ended up uh, back in the journalism school with advertising and PR, and after all that, I was like, I'm going to move to Nashville and do music. So That's amazing. I love that. So do you... Um do you play guitar? Do you play any instruments? Is that kind of what got you into doing music? Or you mentioned theater, so was it probably theater? It was a lot of things. I actually learned the violin when I was in kindergarten. My elementary school had a early instrumental program. So I think that kind of set the foundation for a lot of things, even if I didn't really realize it at the time. Just kind of like musical knowledge and how things work and, and how to write songs. And then after that, I did get into musical theater. I was a very energetic child with a lot of energy <laughs> that like that. adults didn't really know what to do with. So musical theater <laughs> was a great outlet for me. And I did that for a while. And I also got involved in, in dance. So I've been kind of around the arts since I was really little. That's amazing. Is anybody in your family, do they do musical theater or any kind of singing or anything like that? Not as much theater. My um, uncle on my mom's side, uh, he, he's been doing music. So That's awesome. Yeah. Very cool. So what brought you to Nashville? Obviously music. But so what was like the day that you were just like, all right, got to go to Nashville to make this dream come true? I think after graduation, I, I'll backtrack a little bit. I mm-hmm. always wanted to grow up and be like a singer. Mm-hmm. I think when I was a little kid, people would ask me what I wanted to be, and I would say a pop princess. Like, And I was like, that's a real career path. And, yeah. you know, a lot of people said a lot of crazy things when they were kids, and I just never really grew out of mine. Um, I refined it a little bit. Okay. <laughs> uh, but I, you know, I always kind of had that desire in me, even as I got older, even as I majored in something that was, you know, a reasonable career. And I just kind of realized that if I didn't really go for it 110%, like, I would never realize it, and that would never come true. And I think I always kind of thought I would do something like that, Mm -hmm. but I realized, like, I had to take the initiative. And, you know, Nashville is Music City, so I was like, all right, we're going to do this. And I really didn't know very much. I decided I was going to move there before I even visited for the first time. Wow, really? Okay, so you had not even been here yet, and you are like, I'm just going to do it. Yeah, and that made that first visit, like, I took with my family, like, there's a lot riding on that, because I was very nervous. I was like, what if what if I get here and it's not what I think it's going to be? Mm-hmm. Like, now, then what do I do? So it was it was definitely really nerve-wracking, uh, but, I mean, it paid off. I'm still here, so. <laughs> How long have you been in Nashville? Uh, it's, like, three years now. Wow. Like, either a little under or a little over three years, which okay. seems crazy. 
And I don't know if 2020 counts, but... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I was about to say, 2020 <laughs> just kind of ruined, ruined everything. <laughs> but I'm sure you're doing really, really well, and uh, you're recording a lot of music. Like I, like I told you earlier, I've been listening to your music on Spotify since we started talking about you coming on the show. And uh, like I was telling you earlier, I love Horizon. Uh, such a good song. And uh, I think, actually, when I was looking at it today... I think it had like 61,000 strings on Spotify. Like, that's a lot. That's amazing. Thank I mean, you. you're killing it. So when you were writing that song, were you, were you even expecting that? Did you think it would do as well as it has? No, not at all. I had no idea what to expect when I first uh, was creating that song. That song was kind of just like a series of luck on my behalf yeah. after a series of bad luck. Uh, I When I first moved here, I couldn't get any job. The only job I could get was at uh, a Jenny's ice cream shop. Yeah. And I worked there for about three weeks and then lost that job for various dumb reasons. Like my car broke down. I locked myself out of my apartment in like the sweltering heat. Oh. And I think my 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 other song, Rome, kind of touches on those experiences. But uh, so I was actually scheduled to work the night shift that night and I got let go. So I was free. So yeah. I went to a barbecue that one of my friends had invited me to. And there I met um, Mike Anderson, who was a producer. Mm-hmm. And we, you know, did the Nashville th- thing, exchanged information. And he was like, hey, let's meet up and talk about like music and mm-hmm. what you're thinking about doing and stuff like that. And so we met up for tea. And then um, he offered to do that first song, like free of charge for kind of just like a get to know each other song, I guess. And me, who had just lost my job and didn't have any money, was like, perfect. Yeah. Let's do this. Yeah. Uh, So, uh, yeah. And I had previously done some early morning flights out of Nashville to go back to Chicago. And that was kind of where I wrote the words and kind of just like the chorus melody. And then we collaborated in the studio from there and did a lot of cool things as far as like production. Like I recorded a lot of songs, um, not songs, a lot of sounds from the airport mm-hmm. that we use as part of the song. Oh, but... that's really cool. So you actually went out and like recorded different types of sounds and then came back and put it into the to the song. Yeah, like there's a part literally like so you just... just did it old school because I feel like <laughs> old school they used to do that kind of stuff too. Yeah, it was it was really fun, and that's what I really love about like collaborating with him is that we get to do really fun creative stuff like that. But yeah, literally. Just being on the plane, coming off the plane in O'Hare, just, I was really aware of, like, all the sounds that you hear in an airport. It was really cool. So, yeah, there's, like, if you listen really closely, we have recordings of me opening and closing the airplane window, the announcement, someone's bag rolling. Like, wow. all of that is in the song. There's an announcement that happens in uh, in O'Hare with the moving walkway. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, all that, all that stuff is in there. And that's, like, that's really cool because I think it has, a, like, a personal touch. Absolutely. Like, that's really, really a genius idea, actually. <laughs> that's really cool. So who's your – what's your producer's name? Mike Anderson. Okay, cool. He also has his own music project called The Continuous that – I mean, you should definitely have him on here, too, at some point because he's Heck really yeah. cool. <laughs> That'd be awesome. I would love that. So are you and him, like, writing a whole lot and still collaborating and stuff? Yeah, he's working with me on um, my EP that I'm recording. So. Tell me about your new EP. I'm so excited. So have you guys started on it? Are you working on it? What's the process like? So we basically started by taking all of my songs ever that I've written over the past, like, year and kind of narrowing them down to ten and then narrowing, narrowing them down to what was supposed to be five and mm-hmm. then ended up being six because I couldn't choose between two. <laughs> yeah. Um 
But we we made kind of rough demos of them and got some feedback uh, first from just like other writers and like people that I trust. And then we gave the final selection up to a public vote, which is pretty fun. Oh, that's kind of cool. How did you do that? Did you do it on like Instagram or how did that work? Yeah, so I just created a survey monkey and I sent it out everywhere. So I that's awesome. emailed it out. I posted on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Yeah, so it's um, basically like fan approved. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, they got to pick all your songs. That's actually really cool. Yeah, I try to try to involve the fans as much as possible, especially it was actually very helpful because like, you know, you do music, you know, that mm-hmm. songs are like your children. It's like, how do you pick a favorite? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yes. I was like, it was so hard. And I was like, we had planned on doing this anyway, but it just was a lot more helpful mm-hmm. because I literally did not know which song to do because I love them both for different reasons. Yeah. So do you know what your first single on the EP is going to be? Um, I have an idea, but I don't know if I am entirely ready to say. Okay, not ready to say yet. Not ready to say yet. That's fine. (laughs) But I think, I definitely have an idea, but also I've had many ideas many times throughout this entire process, and then we'll do something cool with another song that throws me for a loop and makes me think, oh, maybe this could be it, maybe that could be Mm -hmm. it. Like, there were songs that initially I didn't think that were going to be easy songs to cut and then after recording the demo I was like oh no this is really good and people really like this what do I do so I think we'll kind of just almost almost kind of let it let it decide for itself if that makes sense totally makes sense (laughs) that's really cool that's really smart too I really like the fact that you're like involving your fans to help you choose what's going to go on this EP and I mean maybe that's even an idea just let them pick the first single you know that is honestly something I've considered. Yeah. That could that could definitely be part of it. I think the one thing that I really wanted to make sure for this project was that everything was finished before I put anything out because mm-hmm. I had many occasions. And obviously it's a learning process where, you know, I have a date and the song's not done and, mm-hmm. you know, it's just – or I'm in the process of moving and I'm also decided to release a – my music video that week and so I'm like sitting on my mattress with all my stuff and no bed frame like (laughs) tweeting and trying to put out my promo stuff so I think like you know we're gonna take our time on it make sure everything is like ready so it can just be like boom 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 release 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 yeah and then you kind of have a game plan and you know you can just yeah just go from there that's awesome love that so do you consider yourself a pop artist is that how you consider like how would you describe your music I would describe it as country pop okay but not necessarily like the way I think people understand country pop to be. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I feel like genres now are just so weird. Like, there's so much different types of country music, you know? Yeah, there really are. Um, but I think a lot of my songs, when you just hear them acoustically, sound a lot more country than they do in the production. But mm-hmm. I think the production kind of give ourselves the freedom to add in different elements and, uh, you know, more elements of pop and mm-hmm. things like that. So I think it's a cool kind of combination. Yeah. Um, I compare it to, like, like Marin Morris kind of, Oh, like, yeah. Okay, cool. A lot of her songs kind of have, like, pop elements yeah. with the country. Um, I think, for me, the country aspect of it is, like, the storytelling. I'm really big on, like, narratives mm-hmm. and, um, like, having that be the most important aspect of the song, like the three chords and the truth kind of thing. Yeah. So. <laughs> so when you when you start to write, like, what is your process of writing? Do you come up with a melody first? Because everybody has their own way of writing, right? So do you come up with a melody first, or do you, like, write stuff down in your phone, and you're like, I love this concept? Like, what is your writing process like? I think it kind of differs. I think a lot of times I'll lead with words because I think that's kind of just 
who I am as a person and an artist. I was very into like my English classes and stuff when I was younger. So um, I'll lead with words and a lot of times ideas will just come at (laughs) the most random times, usually when I'm trying to go to sleep. Yeah, of course. (laughs) Literally at like 3 a.m. like your best ideas come to you. (laughs) Yeah, and I've learned like I'm not going to remember in the morning, so I have to write it down. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, I think... A lot of times I'll think of, like, a chorus idea or just a main concept. I've been a lot more conceptual lately. Like, before it used to be, like, oh, I have these lines. Mm-hmm. And then I, like, kind of build it out from there. Mm-hmm. And But more lately I've been thinking, oh, this is a cool concept. How can I write a song around this concept? Mm-hmm. And then um, certain songs, like Heed the Moment and Ghost of Christmas Past and, and Horizon, actually, uh, we just wrote, like, in the studio. So mm-hmm. right away adding production elements and things like that. So. Yeah. It's really fun, and I think it's cool to switch it up, but I think a lot of my best songs just come from when I have intense feelings or opinions about something, and I just (laughs) am like, all right, let's write a song about this. Mm -hmm. Like, they sometimes they write themselves, sometimes I journal about something and forget about it for months, and then... Go back to it. Yeah. Yeah. So do you prefer co-writing, or do you prefer to just write by yourself? Or do you like, like a room full of writers? Like, how... What is your favorite way to write? I really... I love writing by myself, but I think I like co-writing better just because I think when you have multiple creatives in a room, yeah. like the song gets written in the best way, mm-hmm. I think, most of the time. Um, I totally agree with that. I feel like for some reason over the past couple of years, I've just loved co-writing, like at least having three or four people in the room to just like share ideas. Yeah, so I agree with that. Yeah, because I think like, and every time I, I learn something new and I see, you know, if we're doing a song that I brought to the table, like it becomes something that I wouldn't have done on my own, but it becomes like better than I thought it would be. And I, a lot of times I'll save like my really good ideas for co-writes because I'm like, I want this to be bigger than myself. I want other people's experiences and insight to be a part of this. Yeah. And and it's cool. And I think like being in a room, especially with other talented writers, you're like, you know, you challenge each other to make it the best line every time. Mm -hmm. Um, And I, you know, a big part of my Nashville story is when I first moved here, I got in a a connection with um, like a songwriting group Mm -hmm. that meets every week and everybody shares a song and everybody gives feedback. And being a part of that group has really helped me as a writer. That's amazing. I love that. So are you doing, speaking, are you doing like any touring right now? Are you, are you doing a lot of shows? Like how are you, what are you doing right now for like to, to play music for the fans? Right now I'm trying to just kind of get back into the swing of things after 2020. Yeah. I was very, like I took the lockdowns very seriously, so mm-hmm. I didn't actually, <laughs> it's a funny story. Not not really a funny story, kind of a sad story, but and an ironic story. But my first like full band thing that I had organized mm-hmm. uh, was like the week everything shut down. <laughs> oh my gosh, of course. So, you know, I've, I've been wanting to do full band stuff for a long time. I love, you know, writer's rounds and stuff, but being the theater kid, I I want the show to be big, as, yeah. as big as possible, and that you can only do so much acoustically. So, mm-hmm. like, that's something I'd really been working towards. It is kind of like herding cats, trying to get a band together, especially yeah. when you have a limited budget. So um, we finally, you know, got the show, got the people, had the rehearsal. I picked out the dress. Like, it was all ready to go. And they were also going to debut my music video for Rome that night and I had like all of my cousins and aunts coming into town oh that my gosh. week so yeah that was that was a little sad but so I'm kind of trying to just work my way back to that yeah. I once I 
once we got the clear from the CDC, I was like, all right, I called everyone I knew and gotten every writer's round I could. And yeah. I think, you know, now that my birthday weekend's over and I don't have like any interruptions happening, I'm going to start kind of rebuilding uh, what I had planned for that and yeah. try and grow from there. And awesome. uh, my roommate and I, um, Mary and Shayna, you should also have her on here too. Yeah, but, we'd um, love to hear, yeah. We are wanting to do like a tour together next year. Okay, so. as like a duo or as individual artists? Um, as a duo and individual artists. That's awesome. Like we've been co-writing a lot. I mm -hmm. think that it's fun when you have a roommate who's also like a songwriter. A writer, yeah, for so sure. So we've been writing a lot, so we... You know, kind of, we are thinking about doing a project together, like releasing maybe an EP or something. Yeah. Um, that's definitely still in the planning process. Love but that. I definitely want to get out on the road and, you know, even even just to to go to places I've never been, but yeah. to also, you know, play music and mm -hmm. have that be a part of it. Yeah. It'll be a fun adventure for sure. So what, what's been your favorite place out of your music career? What's been your favorite venue to play at? Hmm. I really liked Live Oak. Live Oak, yeah. yeah that yeah, was a really, a really fun awesome venue. When, um, when we played there, uh, there's a band from Chicago that invited me to come play, um, mm -hmm. as well as another writer, Michael Keyes, that lives out here. I don't know if you've met him, but mm -hmm. he's, you should also have him on the show. Okay. <laughs> I'm just, I'll just give you a roster at the end. <laughs> Perfect. Just line me up. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it was Ethan Bell Band, and they had um, a lot of their fans come in from Chicago. So mm -hmm. it was, you know, it's a great venue, but... I really love the experience because it was such like a lively crowd who were really mm -hmm. into all the performances. And yeah, I just, I really like that place. I also really like um, the Bowery Vault. I, I haven't been there yet. It's really, it's really cool because it's a very like intimate setting. Oh, cool. They have like a little theater. The owners do a really great job of like making every show run very smoothly mm -hmm. and have a great setting. Again, being the theater kid, I love, like, the lights and the smoke. Of and, course, like, yeah. The theater vibe where you feel like people are really there to come see a show. Yeah. Um, so that place is cool. And it's also because they have, like, a little store, like, a little store, but they also have, like, the stage and then, like, a nice bar. They have great tamales there that I always get when I go. Okay, girl. Okay. Supporting the food. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> So, traveling back to what you were talking about with theater. So, tell me about your theater, your theater world when you when you were growing up. What kind of shows were you in, and like, did you love it? Did you kind of have a bittersweet feeling about it, or how was that for you? Yeah, for sure. Well, I was a kid who needed needed an outlet, and <laughs> musical theater was a good outlet for me. Uh, I started in grade school. I think was it like third grade ish. Like, I was really young. Oh wow! Um, okay. Yeah, our community had like just community plays. Um, like Christmas musicals. Yeah. So I was in, um, like, It's a Wonderful Life and Miracle on 34th Street. Yeah. I was actually Zuzu in It's a Wonderful Life, so that was fun. That is do. awesome. <laughs> do the famous lines and then, um, like, High School Musical, when that was really big, I was mm -hmm. able to, to be a part of that, which okay. was really fun. Um, and, yeah, I think it was always just a, an outlet for me. I always enjoyed going to shows mm -hmm. my graduation cap was wicked like <laughs> wow that's cool yeah it was really fun it's a but great show it is and that's kind of I think that has influenced my writing in my music a lot because mm -hmm. I like everything to be big and theatrical yeah you know like I think there is you know music that's intimate and stripped down is is awesome and I love you know people who love to do that I want I want like lights and smoke yeah. and dancers and 
fireworks. <laughs> yeah. Well, and your music, like, and you can tell, like, from listening to your music, I could just see you putting on such a great show with just super theatrical stuff. So I'd love to come to, your, to, come to one of your shows oh, with you thanks. with, like, a full band. That'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's what I, I always say when people ask me, like, what do I want? Like, what's my end goal? I say, like, I want to do a stadium tour. Like, all yeah. stadiums, like, where I can really kind of let the music like have the show that I think that it deserves yeah I think like yeah that definitely does influence me a lot I have a lot of fun I always say that you know recording the main and all that is okay but my favorite part is like the embellishments like the harmonies the oohs and ahs in the background like what random thing can we like add over here Mm -hmm. so I think like it definitely it definitely bleeds through um even if I'm not making like musical theater music like yeah you know you can Take the kid out of theater. We can't take theater out of the kid. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's amazing. So you have so many cool things happening. Like you're working on your EP. You got some cool shows coming up. Where can people find you on social media? And where can they follow your tour schedule and stuff? Well, I've got everything in one place at com. But I'm definitely on all the things that you can be on. Yeah. So, um, Instagram, you on TikTok? Twitter. Yes, I'm on TikTok. Okay, I'm going to have to get some tips from you. I was just having this conversation with my buddy Colin, and we were talking about TikTok. And, I, you know, I, I will spend hours just, like, going through videos and stuff. And I'm like, oh, I could do that. I could do that. And then I'm like, nah, I can't do that. Like, I just don't know what to post. I'm a terrible content creator when it comes to TikTok. Oh, well, I, I need mean, to get some tips from you. I can definitely help. Yeah, I think, honestly, of all the platforms, I like TikTok the most. And yeah. I've gotten the most, like actual fans from tiktok i think i think i think just because the way the algorithm works Mm -hmm. your work is put in front of people who want to see it Mm -hmm. so i think you don't necessarily have to worry about oh am i gonna make the right content like i make the most random content (laughs) imagine like if i just have a random thought about something i'll just share it and tiktok will put it in front of people who want to see that stuff so but it's now i need to go follow you on tiktok for (laughs) sure watch your content yeah so where can people find you on tiktok um, at Brina K Music. Perfect. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I love that. I'm so glad you got to come on the show today. Is there anything else you want to talk about, promote, or, or is there anything else like as far as your EP goes? Here's the thing. I have a blog where I talk about all of my experiences. Um, I kind of I started it before I moved to Nashville, so it's been going for a couple of years now. But it is like completely unfiltered. I talk about all of my struggles and all of my ideas and everything that I've, I've been through being here. Yeah. And I really wanted it to be something that was honest about the experience of moving down here and trying to make your dream come true. Because I feel like on social media, everybody kind of puts up this front of, hey, my life is perfect, everything's going mm-hmm. great. Yeah. And um, I know me as, as a person, like I'm kind of that way too. Like I don't like to talk about like struggling or feeling doubtful. I'm always like confidence and go for it. Yeah, for sure. But, um, so yeah, that blog has been really fun. And if you want to keep up with like, you know, my Nashville story, that's, that's a good, good place to start. That's awesome. So where can people find that on your website? Yeah, it's on my website. Perfect. And also, um, if you sign up for my email list, you'll get special deals and news about my music and releases that other people don't get. Okay. Um, or before the general public, it's kind of like my, my VIP club sort of. Yeah. So definitely get on that email list. Oh, I have t-shirts. You have t-shirts? Yeah. Like for sale. Can I buy one online? Yeah. Oh, heck yeah. I'm buying one today. Yeah. That's awesome. Very cool. Yeah, I worked um, with a really awesome graphic designer, and each like shirt is 
like a cool design that's just inspired by the song. Mm-hmm. Like I have one, like a horizon, which just like has my face on it because I did a cool photo shoot for that. But the rest of them are like kind of stylish and like a okay. cute design that just like embodies what the song is. Is regular t-shirts and like like a, a crop shirt yeah. too. Cute. Um, they're reasonably priced, so if you want to get one of those, <laughs> check well, them out. I'm definitely ordering one today, so yeah. I'm excited. That's Thank awesome. Thank you. Man, Bruna, it's been so much fun having you on the show. This is awesome. Uh, definitely check out Horizon, and I love your song, Heat of the Moment. Such a great song. So everyone go follow my girl, Bruna K on social media. Follow her on Spotify. Well, cool. Thank you so much for coming on the show today, and uh, I hope you come back. And I mean, you're already lining me up with a bunch of different people, so I'm excited to have them on the show, too. Yeah, for sure. That's. I, I mean, it. that's the one thing with Nashville. It's like, it's such a community, yeah. and everyone, you know, does what they can to uplift each, uplift each other. Mm-hmm. And so I really try to embrace that. So yeah, I have to get you a list. <laughs> Absolutely. I would love that. Well, I can't wait to come to one of your shows. I'm really excited. Thanks. Well, thanks for coming on the show. See you